the weeping one. I go by the name of Visual Viagra. I was drawn to your podcast, I guess just to say, to be enlightened. I have to say that I enjoyed it. I promise I will be back again. And that's only because of the intellectual twist to one's mind that the average person cannot see unless you show it to them. And I appreciate that from you and your light working skills. To destroy the inner life by having a fixation on the woman abuser. Welcome back. You're listening to the Weeping One podcast. I am your host, Weeping. And make sure you go listen to the commercial right before this episode where you can get that promo code to buy one Uncle Mo Burger and get one Uncle Mo Burger free. Yes, make sure you listen to the episode commercial before this one. And get that promo code. If you're in the Banton Rouge, Louisiana area, go to Uncle Mo's Deli on Plank Road and buy one Uncle Mo burger and get one free. Listen to my commercial for that promo code. Alright, this episode we will be talking about mental abuse, psychological violence, emotional abuse. And the reason why I put those three together is because they're basically the same word. They have the same definition. Yes, to destroy the inner life from a male's This is a definition from a male's perspective. There's one for the females too, but we're focusing on, we're focusing on males right now. To destroy the inner life by having a fixation on a woman abuser on some physical characteristic and it can last for decades now if you want that for the woman you can change that around to destroy the inner life by having a fixation on the man abuser on some physical characteristic and can last for decades alright with that said I'm about to read some statistics that I got Hello everyone, welcome everyone in my live feed, but I have some statistics here that you can get from therapyforblackmen.org, yes, go to therapyforblackmen.org, only reason I'm saying that because the research, the research shows that black men are less likely to seek help or talk about mental issues so if you have a problem with that go to therapyforblackmen.org it says that 20% of African Americans are more likely to have serious psychological distresses than whites are that's 20% of African American males and they already say that we choose not to seek help and the suicide rate in black males is going up Um, When I say suicide rate, I mean suicide. I mean really 
they committed to it and actually took their own life. But if you look at the people who commit, try to commit suicide, it's larger in the females. The females try to commit suicide, but they don't commit with it because they found out that majority of women that tried to commit suicide didn't really want to commit suicide. They just wanted attention. But, but the males that do it, they actually go through with killing themselves. It's a higher rate of black men that actually kills themselves when they are depressed and they do not want to talk about it. That is one of the main reasons why this episode is so important to me. It also says that men between the ages of 18 and 44 who have daily feelings of anxiety or depression, non-Hispanic blacks and Hispanic men is only 26.4 were likely was likely than 45.4 of non percent of non-Hispanic. So that means we're more depressed than whites and Hispanics. 15, the age 15 through 24, the black males, suicide is the third leading cause, third leading cause of black men between the ages of 15 through 24. And I think that is a crucial, a crucial age. What's going on between the ages of 15 and 24 where black men are killing themselves. And the highest rate of black suicide at all between males and females. What's going on, everybody in the live? Hello, thank y'all for the chat. Thank y'all for following. But the rate, the highest rate of male and female suicide in the black community is ages between the age of 20 and 24. So it's something, be in the, something between the age of 20 and 24 where black men and females are depressed and committing suicide. Yes, and 15 through 24 is the third leading, third leading cause of black male suicide. They don't tell you the reason, but they say the second reason is pills, and the third reason is small handguns. So I don't know what the first, my research didn't find, I couldn't find the first cause of the suicide I don't know the, I don't know how do they kill themselves that's that's what I'm trying to say I don't know yes I'm from Banton Rouge I don't know how do they kill themselves I don't know the first cause of it but the second cause is by pills and the third cause is small handguns fire black male teenagers are more likely to attempt suicide than white teenagers I wonder why. Oh, I know why. <laughs> all right. With that said, I have some things that I want to say. These are all a problem. These are some problems that I wrote down and some friends of mine gave me that they think that contribute to the mental abuse and psychological violence and emotional abuse that we black men give to black women and that what black women give to black men. I'm not going to say all because it's good on each side, but majority of black men and majority of black women, they mental, they, they abuse their partner mentally, they are psychologically violent, 
and they're emotional abusers and they know they are. Just admit to it if you want to change. And once you know the definition of it, you're made aware of what that definition is to destroy someone's inner life by having a fixation on you. Why would I, why would you want someone to have a fixation on you knowing that you're destroying their inner life by some physical characteristics that can last for decades? And I can tell you the truth. I could tell you a story like how it, that is real. Um, there was a young lady that I was with, and everybody knows that I'm a natural guy. I don't really like weave and things like that, but I deal with it. So I was very much with a woman who has natural hair. She had a perm and everything, and she cut all the perm off her hair. And she started off with a little small fro. And I was with her for years until that small fro grew into some big, beautiful Cleopatra Jones type afro. If you don't know who Cleopatra Jones, go look that up. I may be showing my age on that. But anyway, her hair was so beautiful, but her personality did not match mine at all. And I stayed with her way longer than I should, that I should have because I had a fixation on her hair because I thought her hair was so beautiful. And I was like, I'm not about to let another man touch that hair after I watched this hair grow from a small fro into a big, beautiful, Ugh, that's enough. But anyway, I had a fixation on a woman that, just, that played a part and tried to destroy my inner life. But I had broke my way, I broke away from that. And it didn't last for decades. I got away faster than decades. But it lasted longer than what it should have. But anyway. Let's get back to these things that they are saying about black men and women. And this is not just black men and women. This is what white, Hispanic, Asian, this is what all races say about us as black people. What, you, what y'all think about that? This is what they say about us men. They call us deadbeat dads. And, and, and we need to step up. We are deadbeat dads and we need to step up. That is common rhetoric. In our, in, our, um, in our community. There are no good men. Most of them are in jail or gay or on the down low. They do not make as much money as me. He is ugly. He's fat or not tall enough. Not everyone say that. You truly. Not everyone say it, but most people say it. He's ugly. He's fat, not tall enough. You can't give me the lifestyle that I deserve. We criminals. We uneducated. We no good heartbreakers. We some liars and some cheats. Y'all know that song. Players. We lazy, trifling, no good. PlayStation players, couch potatoes. Yeah. With that said, all that said, that's why men struggle with communication with women. Men struggle with communication because it's dangerous. You can't even say your opinion or have a thought or stand up for yourself around a woman, you can say one thing a woman do not like and she will leave you instantly after you and let her slide a hundred times. And this is what things people say about women. Successful, educated women comes with a single mother and single friends. Thanks for the follow. Successful, educated women comes with single moms and single friends. Women want a child, not the father. They want a wedding, but no marriage. They do not need a man. 
they can do it all. Black women don't understand the value of a father. Women don't hold no accountability for themselves, and not even their friends or family, or no other female in their family. They have too many degrees and no common sense. If she has a positive, strong, if she has no positive, strong father or male figure, she will have no respect for any man. And that's what people are saying about our black women. And that's what people are saying about our black men. And it's black, white, and it's all. It's not all, it's all races, but it's not all of them. So, if you feel like you're a deadbeat, or you feel like that, that rhetoric is being pressed upon you and it is not you, you need to fight against that. If you feel like you're not a criminal, criminal or uneducated, you're no good and all that, even if you're fat, even if you are ugly and not tall enough, you still think you're good enough to have a good woman and you have confidence and you have all the things you need to be there for a woman and take care of a family. Have confidence. Don't worry about this ignorant rhetoric. Yes. We need to change. It's going to take that. Us men, we need to stand up and tell we can't we can't take this anymore. We have to be strong for these women. These women are these women have been hurt and let down. They've been following the wrong man for the longest. We need to stand up and be and have a purpose. Have a purpose in life cuz I'm not really a religious person. I'm non-denominational, but I do read from all the literature. But you know, the Bible the Bible does says a man has to have a purpose for a woman to follow him. So and the Bible also says a man will sleep on a roof because his wife is like a dripping faucet. So if you're a wife like a dripping, dripping faucet, you gossiping, running your mouth, the Bible says a man will sleep on a roof to get away from you. A man won't miss his right, not miss his always right. A man needs respect and love. No, no, I'm wrong. Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 33 says that a man needs respect, not love. He interprets respect as love. It says a woman needs love. It says, it says uh, the Bible says, love his wife as himself. And the wife shall see reverence in her husband. So it tells us that a man must love his wife and give her love. And give it to her. He must love that woman like he loves himself. And, and the wife must reverence her husband in return. And reverence is a form of res respect and admiration looking highly upon. You know what I mean? Just like how black women look at a white guy with no money in his pocket and she changed her voice and she acts right around him. A black man has to have a platform. He has to be a pastor or a police officer or have, some, have a seat at some white man's table at some CEO firm to have some type of respect and admiration to be looked upon and, re and reverence from his black women. And us black men been sitting around long enough to letting that happen. Like, why would you praise your pastor? You're not married to your pastor. Your husband is your man. You're married to him. Like, why would you give the pastor of your church more, more respect than your husband? He will leave you for that. You're supposed to reverence him, not another man. 
and he must love you. There's no way a man does, a man, the Bible says a man interprets respect as love. So we need to fix all that. I'm not trying to be mean and everything, but we need, as black people need to come together. We need to love our women. Our women need love. We need affection. They need honesty. They need open. And they need commitment. They need openness. They need commitment. Men need respect. Men need recreational companionship. Men need a affectionate, attractive wife. When I say attractive, I don't mean physical beauty. I mean attractive inside and out. Needs to a man needs to chase his wife from beginning to the end. When I say chase, I mean giving little gifts, telling her she's beautiful, always seeking seeking her approval, not in a way of like, um, baby, do I look good? Or, um, am I good enough for you? I'm talking about like, play with her, chase her. She needs to feel like she's valuable. There's a woman, your wife is out there getting hit on by hundreds of men a week. You need to make her feel like you still chasing her, still date her, buy her little gifts, leave her a little note. You have to chase your woman. You have to do that. And a man also needs domestic support when he come home. A man needs a peaceful place when he comes home. What's up, Ganja, whatever your name is. It's hard to pronounce. Yes, a man needs peaceful, a peaceful place when he come home. The world is distracting. This man is out there at war at work, working for someone that he has to bow down to he has to just like they say I can't, this is a new term I've been, I've been watching on uh, game of thrones your your husband or your man has to go to work and bend the knee at his boss so you want him to come home and bend the knee at his wife too oh no that's not how it works he needs support he needs a pleasant place of peace when he come home to his wife y'all need to do that to each other we need to change and we know that our marriage rate is so low we have only 33 percent of our black kids are married, I mean, are born in wedlock. And the other, and the other percentage are born out of wedlock, 70% of those black males go to prison. So, I know women think they can do it all their own, but statistics shows that you can't. When a father's not in the home, black males go to prison. That's what it shows. I mean, it proves it with that little 33% of black people, born, black kids born in wedlock. So if y'all want to keep y'all little power and men want to keep their little power, we're going to keep being ignorant and doing what the system and this white man wanted us to do since the Willie Lynch letter. Go back and listen to my podcast and listen to the Willie Lynch letter. It's going to tell you how at the beginning they separated the black man from us and left the woman in a frozen psychological independent state. That's why these women are running around here talking about they're independent, they can do it all on their own, and they're really not. They're getting government assistance from their white daddy called food stamps, Medicaid, and WIC and Section 8 vouchers. Men have no support. They take their take child support from them automatically. They lose their homes. They have to live in apartments. They can't even be successful. Sometimes their driver license get taken away. They can't even do anything. And all they have to do is Come together the right way and stop picking the wrong person and stop having multiple kids by multiple people. I know this is some hard things to hear, but we have to talk about this and stop doing this. I think we need to hold each other accountable. 
black men hold each other accountable. It's not good to have 13 kids by all these different women. And black women, it's not good to have four different baby daddies. You know it. You know the women in your family don't say nothing. It's probably one or two of them. And what they just say, they, they just smile in your face and they'll go buy you baby shower gifts, but no wedding gifts. You get all those baby shower gifts and they smile in your face and then they laugh behind your back. They don't hold you guys accountable. Hold yourself accountable. That stuff is not cute. I'm telling you, I'm sorry if I'm coming out harsh, but I have to do it. I have to say it. I have three daughters, and I do not want them to grow up like that. My oldest is 14, and my youngest is 7. And I'd be damned if my daughters is going to grow up in this hellhole, going out there trying to manipulate and control any man and tell me that daddy, he got me pregnant, he need to step up. No, my daughter will not be raised like that. And any boy coming around her, my daughter, he's going to get her talking to, and I'm going to tell him, like, hey, are you going to be with my daughter or are you going to be or, or not with my daughter? She's young. Statistics shows that there's no way y'all be together. If y'all have sex and get pregnant, what would you do? It's best that you not have sex. Would you? Are you considering having a vasectomy if you want to have sex with my daughter? Because it's easier for a male to have a vasectomy, vasectomy than a female, a young female at the age of 14 and 16 to get on a hormone to stop her from having a baby. You understand what I'm saying? This, this stuff is deep. This stuff is deep. They are controlling our family and keeping us separated. And they're keeping men like me away because I speak the truth. Because I know they'll try to keep me away. They, I had, when my children was younger, they tried to keep me away from trying to tell them the right thing to do. You know? But it's better now because I'm a man. I know how to get past all that. And that's what I'm teaching you guys today. So make sure you listen to the Weeping One podcast every Monday before noon. If you feel inclined to follow, please do. Please leave a review that helps me get to the top and help me get sponsored. And I appreciate that so much. And follow. And, and you know, because I have bonus shows all the time. I'm not just Monday before noon. Follow. The Weeping One. I go by the name of Visual Viagra. I was drawn to your podcast I guess just to say, to be enlightened. I have to say that I enjoyed it. I promise I will be back again. And that's only because of the intellectual twist to one's mind that the average person cannot see unless you show it to them. And I appreciate that from you and your light working skills.